Man, <laughs> hit me with the moldies, man. Yeah, dude. Those classics. Right in the feels. Good stuff. <sighs> good, good stuff. Yeah, how's it going over there, Mike? How's the shy town Shy town Dude, I had a little uplifting moment this morning, man. It was unbelievable. Really? Do, do uh, share. I was at some shitty school in the south side of Chicago, you know? All right. It was an elementary school. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was working in I was working in this urinal line that was just I mean this building's a hundred years old. Nice. This fucking pipe was just not budging. Oh God! All right, it was, you know it's a urinal line. So Ooh. I went up the vent line the first time, pull the cable out. Now I'm trying to go back. Every time the cable snaps, I'm getting splashed in the face with like stale piss water. Oh man! <laughs> okay, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just like the worst smell. It's fucking disgusting. Like, you get it on you, and then you go to wipe it off, and it's, like, gritty. Oh. It's, like, the built-up, like, calcium I was going to say calcium. Yeah, oh. man. Oh. So gross. Anyways, I'm fucking, I'm getting pissed, you know? <laughs> sure. Then the bell rings. Oh, no. And then, you, and then uh, you know, please stand. And then you just hear the, the just roaring kids saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Wow. All right, man. You know, even I like I stopped what I was doing. I had to stand up. You know, and I you... know I was alone in a bathroom, but I was like, man, I gotta do it. Hell yeah! And then uh, <clears throat> it like touched my heart a little bit. You know, kids got the sweetest voices always. Absolutely. And then I go and get back to work, and they start playing the national anthem. Wow! And I go no, and all the kids sang the national anthem. Oh hell yes! Dude, I stood there, yes. I took my hat off. I, dude, it made me cry. I was standing in that bathroom like, it was so beautiful. You know what, Hearing Mike? Uh, kids, that is very reassuring. That means there's a little hope there, huh? Oh, it made me feel so good. And nobody does this. No school does this. I go, trust me, I'm in these schools every fucking day. I never hear this. A lot of them dropped the Pledge of Allegiance because of, that in God, because of the one God sentence. Yeah, because we can't talk about God. We have to talk about drag show queens and uh, <laughs> gender studies. But yeah, and, and I'm not joking. I've been in schools where they lit- they'll play the fucking black national anthem. Oh, the lift every voice and sing. Is that yeah? Get that right. Nice. They'll, they won't do like the whole stand up, but like they'll play it while the kids are getting into class. Okay. All right. I mean, it's a it's a lovely tune. I guess that's not too bad if they're getting busy to it. But the, the Pledge of Allegiance, man, that means this school decided we're going to do this. And all the parents agree with it. You know what I mean? The oh, parents yeah. have to agree because otherwise you could shut it down with just one person complaining. I don't know. It, just, it really uh, made me feel good. Great. That is wonderful. That means the pendulum is swinging a bit, especially if you're catching this action at a public school on the south side. Very promising, yeah. man. Uh, public school, south side Chicago. Lori Lightfoot didn't win re-election. I know. I was going to save I mean? it a little, but we, you know, it's all right. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to tell you that that reminds me of out here in uh, Denver. I believe it's the local CBS Denver news station. They kick off their programming at 4.30 a.m. with the national anthem. That's beautiful. It is wonderful. Sure. And they show all these beautiful sights around Colorado. And shots of bald eagles, which we have quite a few out here. Uh, it always fills me up with, you know, a little inspiration. Makes me feel like, uh, you know, ready to roll for the day. It, sh- it shouldn't be a crime to love your country and to celebrate it, you know? It's That's right. Man. Appreciate what you have and where you are. And I would appreciate to see some you know, more American flags than Ukrainian flags. That would be, be nice. appreciated. It'd be nice. It'd be yeah. fucking nice. I'm not even asking for you guys to outnumber the pride flags. God forbid I ask oh, for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to be run out of town. <laughs> That's right. But at least we have no, one of the American. most t- One of the most beautiful things about being an American, one of the most touching things about being an American is going around the world and seeing your flag flown in so many countries. Whether they want it there or not, right? That's what's so powerful and amazing about us, you know? Yeah. Like a- <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that's the truth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is the absolute truth, and uh, that's a wonderful story, man. I'm actually uh, happy to hear that. It gives me promising uh, hopes for the future of our society, especially this country. 
Uh, it's nice to hear pra- patriotism, real patriotism from time to time. And that sounded a little bit In tradition, listen, our parents said the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, we said it. Our kids should say it. Absolutely. I don't know. I understand it like it does. It's like a little culty. But man, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be part of any cult, be part of the American cult. The American machine. You know? All right. Yeah. yeah. I dig it. Uh, yeah. Little culty. Um, the pledge. I don't know. It never bothered me. It kind of seemed like uh, just a thing we did in school. I could definitely, you know, I'm a tinfoil hat dude. I totally can see the indoctrination idea or whatever, you know, the similarities to like what Hitler Youth. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I, I kind of yeah. just. It always seemed innocent to me. There never. I never had a beef with the pledge. And we weren't ever forced to do the national anthem. So I'm actually impressed these kids are singing the national anthem. I mean, most adults, most adults who get hired to sing the national anthem don't know the national anthem. I know. That's the saddest <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's what, yeah. And so, these kids, if they're singing it every day, you know they're going to remember it the rest of their for life. For life, yeah. Whatever you learn as a kid, that's burned in there, uh, especially, you know, saying-wise or song-wise. So. Uh, good for the school system. I can't believe I'm saying it. They're finally uh, doing something right out there. For it's a like change. one little pocket, you know? And yeah, it's a nice little. It's all it takes, man, right? Doesn't it just take a little group there to spread out to the rest, you know? Uh, so, uh, uh, you over know, time, I, people the other are a cancer. Catch on. <laughs> we, are, we are a cancer, and you can be a cancer for good or a cancer for bad, but either way, you're going to spread. Your attitude's going to grow, you know? Yeah, man. So uh, I could see this as being, you know, some sort of a good direction, you know, to head in. And maybe it'll inspire the communities around them. Because you know what? The last 20 years or whatever, hating America hasn't really worked out that great. No, because it's your, you don't shit where you eat. Right. Right? You got <laughs> yeah. shit on your country. You shit on your cities. And it's interesting, one side has peddled the anti-Americanism, the hate America, America's racist, America's oppressive, and this side keeps getting voted in. Maybe this mindset change of, hey, why don't we love this country a little bit instead of hate on it so much, maybe that will kind of edge its way towards, you know, I feel like we keep voting in these Democrats and uh, (laughs) they're not doing anything for us. Kind of seems like that. Maybe the direction we're headed, uh, I can only assume that because Mike, my God, what a showing there in Chicago, sir. Color me shocked. I thought she'd at (laughs) least make it to the runoff, but no. Mike, uh, sometimes you got to put your votes where your mouth is, and um, wow, this is incredible. Let's just do it right now. Lori Loserfoot. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has become the first Chicago mayor in 40 years to lose a re-election bid. (laughs) She conceded last night after failing to get enough primary election votes to qualify for a runoff. Lightfoot was elected the city's first black female mayor four years ago. Her popularity plummeted over complaints about her handling of crime during the pandemic. Former Chicago school CEO, that's Paul Vallis, and Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson will now face off in April to become the city's next mayor. All righty then. Yeah. Cold hard facts. Quick clip for today on that one, only because nice. felt like we had more to say about it. Uh, we've been following this for a while, man. And Mike, I know you have been just in the thick of it down there, especially working so much in the South Side, seeing the criminality and the homelessness uh, firsthand. What are you expecting here, man? You think we're going to see some serious change? Are we? Uh, are we just replacing the old boss with the new boss and it's the same you know what i mean like same clown show no so i think it's really funny that uh the there's two candidates the black guy brandon yes he's like super super left he's like more he's way more left of uh, than lori supported by the education union i I believe the teachers union. Oh, he's all about that's right. Like the COVID bullshit and all that, dude. Fuck. Interesting. Um, and then the other guy, Paul Vallis, is just more of like a reasonable guy. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen anything on it, but I, I just from what I've heard, it seems like the black people are supporting the white guy. 
Wow. And it's like and it's like the rich white people who are like, no, this black guy, he's gonna be great. Remember Lori? <laughs> Remember we voted he's for even Obama. more of her. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Uh so I read that Vallis, he's uh fully backed and supported by the police union. Yeah, he's he dude, he's all about he's gonna stop the crime. He's gonna do what needs to be done, I believe. This is all we've been talking about forever, man. This is what yeah. we need. This is what Chicago needs. I'm from Chicago. I love the city. I tell pe I used to tell people all the time, Chicago's the greatest city in the world. It used to be. It used to be. I can't uh, say did that. I, now. Did I tell you about the South Shore when I was there the other day? No, actually. Oh my god, dude. It it broke my heart. Man, fucking beautiful, dude. I'm telling you, I I pull up into this parking lot. Oh yeah. For the for the school. I look around. Dude, it's literally I'm in this the small parking lot, then it's Lakeshore Drive and then the beach. Wow. There, there's a house right next to this parking lot, dude. You wake up in the morning, you're scratching your balls looking out at Lake Michigan. That's, you know what I mean? All right, that's pretty uh that's pretty nice. It's for sale. You know how much it's going for? I can't imagine. $94,000. Wow, was a all right. <laughs> Got to be crime related, <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> because it's the South Shore, dude. Nobody in the right mind is moving there right now. Why is that? Because the crime is just so out of control? Oh, I felt like I was in a third world country. Wow. Yeah, dude, you wouldn't believe it. Like if you're stopping at that stop sign and you're a fool, you're about to get hit. Oh, you didn't fucking... So we're we're talking Philly style here. I didn't realize that. Oh, no worries, dude. I'm talking <laughs> felt like I was in the Middle East. Everybody's just driving. Really? It's that bad. Huh? Oh man. So And the people are just <laughs> so rude. Dude. I'm on this road. It's an old Chicago road. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're talking right by the lake. Uh, everybody is fucking pissed, right? Of course. Be- yeah. Because everybody is parked on both sides of the street yes. where there's signs that say no parking. Oh, for sure. All along the street because it's too <laughs> narrow. You know why they just don't want you to park? Because there's there's buses now that are stuck on both ends, and we are just Dude, we're literally just sandwiched in. And now this bus has to... Dude, I'm not even joking. This bus driver had to, like, back up into a parking lot while other people moved onto the sidewalk while kids are getting out of school. This is incredible, man. And all this because these fucking people of, of, a, certain, of a certain, you know, uh, all because they didn't <laughs> want to wait and go into the parking lot and do like they were supposed to. You know what I mean? They're going to go do what they do because they're, they're more important. And they're going to do right. it fast. It's going to be fine. I'm just going to pull up here. And then now what? It just, took you, it just took you five times longer. And you literally stopped the city of Chicago. Congratulations. <laughs> you stopped the CTA because you fucking idiots can't just follow the directions and not be a fucking tough guy. At, at one point, there's literally like five people outside of their vehicles yelling at each other. Wow, that's out of a movie, man. Hell yeah. I like that. Oh. I'm in uh, I'm in for that, man, because I feel like if I come to Chicago, you're there for the experience, and part of the experience should be people in a gridlock getting out of their cars screaming at each other. It literally says on the, you know, the electric billboards or the, the warning signs where like the city's gives you directions. You're like lane <laughs> okay. closed ahead. Yeah. It literally says don't engage and stay in your vehicle. <laughs> it's literally don't feed the monkeys. <laughs> don't engage with the wildlife. You know, you're on like the safari. You're, you know, don't feed the zebras. Don't you are up. entering a wild preserve. <laughs> don't. We cannot be responsible for your safety. Do not look directly in the eyes of the lion if they approach the car. All right. Whatever you do, do not leave your vehicle. <laughs> Windows up. <laughs> so, so that's chicago so, traffic now okay that's, sounds like a friendly place uh, it was so funny man it's so funny this is all just <laughs> and that's and then you asked why is that house for ninety thousand dollars yeah there you go <laughs> it's a four bedroom three bath house right on the beach ninety four thousand dollars <laughs> but every day you gotta look out and see that fucking traffic jam and people yelling at each other. Oh man! Well, that's because like that's a good the thing time. is I'm only here one time and I looked out and I was like, oh, this is not good. 
You guys are here every day picking up your kids. You can't figure this out? I assume this that, to be all of the, Chicago. That bus comes the same time every fucking day. You're here every fucking day picking up your kids. This has to happen every fucking day, people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Stop, stop parking there. <laughs> I don't know. It blows my mind. Uh, and I, I'm not even mad at him. I would do the same thing because if you don't go park there, right? Oh, yeah. Now you're stuck in the traffic because somebody's going to park there. So now you're stuck in the traffic that they caused and you didn't get to pick up your kid at the front door. So you might as well go pick up your kid at the front door and be the asshole that stops everybody else. So a new mayor, I presume, is going to fix all of this, right? Is that what's going to oh, happen no. here? Nobody could fix that. And then the best, they're about to shut down two lanes on the fucking Kennedy. Wow. Just uh, do- to do a little reconstruction, a little refresh to be fresh, if you will. You know, I gotta give it to them, though, Frank. They really learned their lesson with that Jane Byrne interchange. <laughs> That's right, man. It went six years over budget, uh, over the deadline. Of course. And everybody was really pissed, so now they're not even lying to you anymore. They're gonna be doing resurfacing on the Kennedy, and they're like, it's gonna be about three to five years. <laughs> oh, wow, man. <laughs> Holy, that is a lot of fucking time. <laughs> That's like the rest of somebody's life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's, that's a whole COVID. <laughs> that's, that's two COVIDs. Oh, my God. That's, that's two weeks of COVID speak. <laughs> two weeks? <laughs> two weeks? <laughs> Dude, that is nuts, man. Okay, well, good luck with that one. Uh, it's probably because you just can't find good help, number one. Number two, yeah. uh, none of the migrants want to work. And number three... Construction is controlled by the mafia in Chicago, and oh, I would yeah. assume pretty much everywhere around the country. So they'll stretch it out nowadays as far as they can, no doubt. Well, I think they. Well, I think they know they're about to hit a slow economy. So yeah. So I'm yeah, very uh, curious if the feeling around town now is someone's going to come in here and clean up the crime. Is that going to be the thing that's going to happen? Are you going to get like a daily part two? I think so. I mean, dude, it, we're on that verge. It's not. I don't think it's too late. We should call that guy down in El Salvador. Uh, learn a couple of his tricks. Bring him oh, up yeah, here. Let's build a mega prison. Make, build an Illinois mega prison, man. I like what you think, <laughs> Frank. You should run for mayor of Chicago. <laughs> That's right. Dude. I'm trying to take Polis's job here in Denver. Just, your campaign could just be like, I'm going to be like that guy. I just have a picture of the Venezuela guy. <laughs> That's right. Or El Salvador. No, yeah, El Salvador. No, my campaign will just be a picture of all those prisoners, right? With their heads against <laughs> each other's backs. I'd be like, coming to a city near you, folks. <laughs> Want to clean up the streets? I'm your guy. <laughs> Do you look at me cockeyed? Put them away. Listen, these people with the tattoos <laughs> on their face, they're not the best. You know, you know what? We could start, actually, if we want to do a clean sweep of the country, let's just take out, we'll just take away all the people with tattooed faces. Start I right th- there. <laughs> start at the, yeah. t- the face like, tattoos. Listen, okay, I'll give, give you Post Malone. I feel bad for him, but, you know, that's one out of a million. Everybody, <laughs> we get rid of all the tattooed faces. When we started saying it was okay to have a face tattoo you know, and put on the suit and apply for the job, I think that's when the decline began. Yeah. Hands and faces, dude. You, you shouldn't have tattoos on your head. You should be able to wear a suit and not see your tattoos. The face tattoo. I see a lot of face tattoos out here. It's pretty shocking, actually. Like, yeah, it's, regular it's people. It's a fad. I guess so, man. It's kind of a, it's a crazy one, but not too crazy. I guess there are, you know, indigenous tribes around the world who do face tattooing. Yeah, it was a fad for about a thousand years. Now it's over. <laughs> but, oh, man, face tattoos. Uh, we'll start there. We'll clean house. We'll set up the El Salvador prison. We have our own supermax here in Colorado. It's uh, the one where we house Ted Kaczynski and the yeah. Unabomber. Or, I'm sorry, he yeah. is the Unabomber. And the dude who did Oklahoma City, I believe, is there. Uh, that's, that's all bullshit. El, El Chapo <clears throat> is also housed there. That's like bullshit supermax, though. I, I guarantee <laughs> you that mega prison is no cakewalk. I have you know driven I mean? past it, and I will tell you, um, <clears throat> what makes it the super prison is the location. 
you're not surviving when you leave that joint. Uh, uh. You'd be better off in the middle of the ocean, probably. <laughs> it's just so dry, and um, I believe nowhere. I think the distance to get to the next, like you know, humanity, <laughs> it's it's pretty far, and uh, you'd be spotted pretty quickly. So, you know, I, th- I think they <laughs> use the natural elements as part of it. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm saying it's it's the thing about like our we call it a supermax because it's super secure. Like that's like our best prison. But dude, if you're the prisoner inside, I mean, you're eating three meals a day. They probably got a crate actually. Yeah, I imagine you get a shower <laughs> every two days. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You got your own cell probably because you're like, you know, the Unabomber. Yeah, you know they don't I have mean? to have a roommate or anything like that. It's probably kind of nice. You got one of those see-through TVs. Which is why I've always believed if you're going to do the murder thing, go big. You got to go huge, man. You got to do the serial killer thing or the bomber thing because then, otherwise, you get thrown in with the rest of the jerks. Mm. If you do the rink-a-dink crimes, you're going to Rikers. But you do the big super crime, you go to the super max. You hang out. You know That's like uh, first-class living. Or, or if they caught you on the first one, just start confessing to all the ones that are, you know, unsolved. <laughs> That's right. Just say you went to Chicago last weekend. There's like five you could claim. Again, where are all the serial killers at, man? Let's go. Let's get creative here. <laughs> Entertain me, baby. <laughs> Better hurry up, man. Netflix is running out of specials. You know, they're running out of... So, uh, Emma put on this movie, or this series yesterday. <clears throat> she had apparently made it through, I think, the previous season. This one slipped under the radar for me somehow. So, she's cruising through episode, I gotta say, two or three. And I'm hearing something familiar in the background. And it's all the voices. And I'm not even watching the screen, right? I'm actually flipping through some clippage for the show for today, and uh, uh, it catches me off guard, right? I'm hearing these v- specific tones, and it's kind of like this. Oh, yeah, of course, see? Oh. And so I realize she's watching a show that's in another, it's in a foreign language, you know, and they have an overdub going on. But she, oh, yeah, yeah. she had no idea for a full season that she binged like five months ago, and now she's into this second season and she's watching it. And I lift my head and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. They dubbed in the vocals, and she's like, really? You know, and like looking, squinting really hard, and they did a really good job of disguising it, but only in a matter of like ten seconds you can absolutely see the gap between the words <laughs> and the lips, you know. And I only know this from old Japanese, you know, the kung fu movies and all that shit. Like, oh for sure, that's yeah. the funniest overdubs. And so, sure enough, it, I was right. They were overdubbing, and uh, she continued to watch for about five or so minutes, and then she turned it off and said, "I can't do it anymore. You <laughs> ruined, ruined it for I her. ruined the show. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined a season and a half." <laughs> oh my god you ruined it for her. what show was it i don't know i have no idea but uh so we're laughing about how she just flipped off netflix that was it and i said what's going on here like it's netflix man there's like thousands of she goes no there's nothing left i went through it already it's that was it i was at she was at the bottom of the barrel watching lip synced foreign shows dude that's where netflix is at with material man up your game dude what are you doing netflix unbelievable even even my girlfriend is bored and shut you off it's unbelievable (laughs) it's hard to produce material man that fast it's it's impossible to quench the thirst of people who binge television these days impossible impossible you're right (laughs) They can't even just, like, dude. The lips. Amazon spent a billion dollars on Lord of the Rings, and it was just nobody cared. It's a fucking dud. Not interested. <laughs> we Ted Cruz to that shit immediately. <laughs> Not impressed. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Good one. Next. <laughs> 
Stallone's Ted Lasso on, right? That's uh, what everyone's <laughs> into, I guess. I haven't seen that one, but oh, dude, I, yeah, I was just no. Dying. A lot of the movies are on, on Netflix now are like Japanese or uh, they're all foreign. Yeah. I've caught on to the game now. They outsourced all their material to the foreign production places. They cheap, make cheaper actors. Yes, they make cheap shit super fast, and honestly, quality content. Usually, um, most of the time, all the best new stuff over the last 10 years or so has been adaptations of stuff out of Korea or uh, Japan or, you know, India actually has an incredible you know, Bollywood thing we've stolen a lot of shit from. So, I mean. No, dude, that shit is. Have you seen that movie, the, uh, the like, the platform? Thing? I have the not. The elevator or whatever? The oh, ele- dude. Oh, no. Which, is it the elevator or the platform? Well, it's like a platform elevator. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> it's, a pl- it's a platform that goes up and down. <laughs> right on, man. Dude, it's a platform that, like, it's got food on it. So you're, like, in prison, and you're on a floor with one other person. No way. And then this platform comes down. And it starts at the first floor or at the top. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just slowly drops down to each floor, and everybody gets to eat what they can. So, like, if you're at the bottom, you're starving. Oh, this sounds horrible. Yeah, and then it's like every couple weeks or something, you just randomly wake up on a new floor. Oh, like they uh, zonk you out and then toss you onto a new floor. Wow, that's freaky deaky, man. Is this a reality show? No. (laughs) Be a good reality show. But no, it's just some fucked fucked up Asian movie, you know, that they dubbed in English. You know, you went on the Asian route, and the Asians, man, when it comes to reality TV, they push the limits. And, uh, well, they got so many of them, dude. They can lose a few. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care. So when you were talking about, you know, potentially starving people and you, you know, zonk them out and they wake up on another floor and they can eat a buffet uh, and then they wake up the next. I mean, that's a cool reality show. I would watch that in a second. Hell yeah. yeah. Come on, man. That's a we real more, survivor. We, we, need, we need the shows where people die, dude. Come on. It's 2022. Running Man. Running Man would be so awesome now. Yeah. Everyone would be down with a running man. Yeah, you know what? You know who I'm really disappointed in? Mr. Xi over there. Xi Jinping? Yes. Mr. Ping? Mr. Ping. Jinping. Ping, man. You're just, <laughs> just letting Xi. these Uyghurs go to waste. <laughs> Fucking give me some running man, dude. I, that was almost a hard R there. Be careful, sir. Uh, oh, so- <laughs> oh, the Uyghurs. Never let a good Uyghur go to waste. Dude, you are right on the money with all these prisoners around the world and every country. Mr. Kim, you kill like a million of your people every year. Don't just starve them to death. We'll (laughs) toss them some food. Bring them over here for a game show. I feel like the American public has an appetite for some sort of show where you can fight for your freedom, you know, in as far as someone who's been incarcerated. Maybe not for murder, but... Lesser crimes, let's say, or maybe murder. I think no, no murder. Yeah, no, no. It's we should get be like, murder. Yeah, you're right. If you're in prison for life, right? Hear me out. American lifer gets two handguns, <laughs> full clips. Yeah, but that's it. But that's it. Just the two guns, two right. you know, two clips. Ten Asians, no <laughs> weapon. <laughs> No weapons. I didn't think you were going down that route. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he's pretty much got like two bullets per Asian. I mean, you got to hit him, you know? That is a uh, that's a crazy idea. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, I like it. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm, I love the running man idea. Game show, ex-cons, fighting to the death. Potential that they could beat these gladiators, but obviously the game is rigged and they always die or lose. I'm a huge fan. Or just let the prisoners fight each other, dude. Let's just open up a coliseum. Hey, I know a stadium that's about to be empty. Soldier's <laughs> Field. Right. Oh Let's just do some fucking gladiator shit. This would be a great way to get some tourism back in Chicago, man. Oh, absolutely. Where's Vallis? Hit me up. And you could get rid of the crime. This is a twofer. I love it. Oh, two birds, one stone, <laughs> dude. Man, that's great. <laughs> we don't even need the mega prison. We're going to need a mega cemetery. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, that got dark real fast. Well, speaking <laughs> of getting dark real fast and not needing Soldier Field anymore or any stadium currently, 
uh, I'm sad to say the tours, the show's over, folks. And Bieber says he will not finish the rest of his world tour. He's not said why he made the decision, but we do know the tour was postponed several times after he was diagnosed <laughs> last year with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which is a, a form of facial paralysis. According to the tour's Twitter page, ticket holders will receive a full refund. So that's all I so, got. Uh, uh, it was tough. That's so sad. Oh, man. <clears throat> the yeah, media does not want to report on this one, man. Wow. Uh, that's, that literally, I like tried to make a joke, but that, that, that broke my heart, yeah. man. He's so young. He should have, I mean, look at Mick Jagger, dude. I, he could have a 50-year career ahead of him, you know? Exactly. exactly. Oh, God. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. Uh. You, Clearly the vaccine, man. His, you literally, you took away his future. It's unbelievable. That's the saddest thing, yeah. So, uh, are we in agreement? Uh, vaccine injury? Yes? Uh, no? Maybe? Freak. Come on. Come on. How could <laughs> come on. Him and his wife. Yes, both of them, dude. How come they weren't part of the, the in-group, the in-crowd who got the saline solution shots, man? I, I think that's what it is. You really see who got the vaccine and who didn't. I'm starting to think you had to fuck the kids or take the adrenochrome in order to get the saline shot. <laughs> starting to starting to shake out that way, man. <laughs> oh, poor Justin. That's terrible. It's really, really terrible. And this is no, 29 years old. Uh, uh. Crazy considering the it's Hamlin terrible. fella, 24 years old, and the heart attack. Oh, that guy's career is over. I mean, I remember going through a whole year of this fucking quote unquote virus, deadly pandemic, and there were no stories of young, healthy men having any problems, right? Absolutely. It, and then we're three years in, everybody's laughing at the virus. The virus was a fucking joke, but now because of your vaccines, young, healthy men are having problems. Like that is. How could you people sleep at night? Oh, it's unreal. How many clips have we done now of uh, maternity issues, uh, mothers dying at birth, kids uh, still uh, births, uh, the heart attacks, the strokes. Mike, now we're going to blame heart attacks and strokes on sugar, man, or artificial oh, sweetener. So like, dude, they're going to come up with a million and one ex excuses, and everything under the sun will cause heart attacks and strokes except this vaccine. Forever. It's, it's insane. Insane. It canceled the Bieber tour. This is wild. There's no way he's going to be okay. Well, right? from what I was reading, and yes, I took time today during work to read about Justin Bieber. Okay? <laughs> I didn't know you could read. Uh, it was read to me. I used the chat GPT. Uh, oh, nice, nice. GPT. <laughs> See, I can't read. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, allegedly, Bieber's face is still uh, got the paralysis going on. The winky eye. He's still. Uh, there's still an issue with the face. Yeah, of course, dude. That, dude, that might be permanent. Person. Shit, man. That's that's horrible. Remember how fast they glazed over that for a while? Where they were just like, yeah, Bell's palsy, it goes away. That Pfizer face, they like to call it. Pfizer face. <laughs> Mike, don't buy her a ring for her birthday or flowers. Get her that Pfizer face this year. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, it's not funny. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. It's terrible, but it's the truth. What did I say from day one about this whole pandemic? And then the vaccine program that followed, it will be remembered as the worst I told you so in the history of I told you so's. No tinfoil yeah. hat conspiracy theorist out there who was begging their friends and families and loved ones to not take this vaccine because they thought it would kill them. None of us were hoping someday to be like, I can't wait to tell you I told you so. Like, no, man. We, <laughs> no. This is horrifying and horrible for everyone. It's yeah. I can't imagine which, is, which, which a lot of you people thought you were going to be standing over our beds yes. while we were dying. Oh yeah, like, you should have taken that vaccine. Oh, remember the the Halloween decorations in 2021? They had 
people had the uh, tombstones with anti-vaxxer oh, yeah. written on it. Oh, hardy fucking har. Now oh, look what's happening. God. Yeah, dude, remember that? You're not going to get the same response from the anti-vaxxers. I promise you that. No, you're going to get shock and horror. This is terrible. We hate this. I wanted to go see Bieber this summer. You took away my Bieber. Took away the Biebs. I'll never forgive you for this, Tony Fauci. Oh, God. <laughs> you made me wear the mask. You, sh- you got me fired from my job. I couldn't visit my family for Christmas, but I forgive you for all of that. You took away my Bieber? You took away Bieber? You crossed the line, sir. <laughs> That I will never forgive. And I will never forget. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Would have been a great show. I guarantee he was going to go do Red Rocks. Could have been a great time. So poor sad. kid. Poor kid. Poor, poor me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be going to Bieber shows. You're the creepy old man if you're going to, you know. No, I wasn't going to go to the Bieber show. I couldn't afford it because I was going to spend all my money on seeing Blink-182 for $1,000 a ticket. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, there you go. Money well spent. (laughs) That's right. Between Blink-182 and uh, Taylor Swift, I can't afford anything else. I'm broke. (laughs) I can't believe Americans are living uh, paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) Dude, you know what's taking off in the the, uh, poorer communities? I have no idea. Alpha Romeo's. Dude, I've seen these recently. <laughs> well, you just blew my freaking mind here. Why am yeah, I dude, seeing these? I don't know. I don't know. But man, I am. I'm like driving through the South Side and these these poor ass neighborhoods, and I'm like, what the fuck is that doing here? It's just. <laughs> it's like these SUVs that Alfa Romeo makes. It's like a smaller SUV, and it, all these people have them. Wow. All these people have them. I don't know. All I can think is if you could afford an Alfa Romeo, why wouldn't you leave the South Side? Well, they can't. They're paying off their Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Dude, come <laughs> on. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. The only thing I can think of is I was shopping around the car market throughout the summer and fall last year, um, fully aware that it was not a time to buy, but I was just curious and we did kind of find out that there was almost no real major difference between getting a Mazda and like a BMW. That's how overpriced and insane everything is. Wow, you're right. So when we were shaking it out, even just looking at it, we were like, well, it's only like a $30 difference a month, uh, you know, between these... Two it's lux- only like it's, yeah, it's, it's what five thousand dollars more exactly for a luxury vehicle versus this Hyundai. Well, I'll go with the Beamer. Yeah, you're right. You're screwing me that. either way. I might as well look good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, if you're staring down a thirty-five thousand dollar piece of shit, that a forty thousand dollar Alfa Romeo doesn't sound too bad, man. Until you have to get it fixed. Yeah, well, that's where they screw you, and that's what people don't realize. And, you know, you should just wait out the market. I understand people can't sometimes, but uh, that would be my only reasoning because I was looking at cars, and I thought, you know, really no difference at this point. My, you know, might as well impress my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> I ain't moving into yeah. a better house, so I might as well get the nice car. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see where these fellas, these young people are coming from uh, in, these neighbor, in these poorer neighborhoods. Maybe they see no out considering the fact that rent is unaffordable, let alone mortgages, and uh, nobody can go and buy a house. So, hey, oh, my Hyundai yeah. and my Beamer cost the same. Give me the Beamer or the uh, Maserati yeah. or whatever it is. The, uh, what was it? Bugatti? Elf. No, Alfa Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> yeah. No, Bugatti too, dude. I've seen Bugattis, like the, the cheap the cheapest one. Lots of Maseratis right. as well I've seen around. Uh, in oh, yeah, Maserati, not Bugatti. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, Maserati. Because they have that one that's like $50,000. Yeah, so any of these kind of SUV type, uh, not cheap, but they're they're in that range, right? Yeah, 45 50 Dude, you're not geez. even kidding. Like a, a Kia is going for 35 You 
you know what shocked me were the Hyundais, okay? When I grew up, a Hyundai was a fucking Hyundai, man. <laughs> like, you bought yeah. the Hyundai because you couldn't afford anything else, and it was in that $20,000 range or lower or whatever. Nope, not anymore, dude. Go try and get a fucking Hyundai now. It's literally like $40,000. Dude, that's because they all they all learn from the other guy. They all learn from the luxury car makers. They, the Hyundai used to have fucking roll-up windows and shit. Right? That's and, right, in cloth seats. Now the Honda is still the same shitty frame and engine and transmission, yes. but they put leather heated seats in it, a <laughs> fucking right. touch screen radio system. Yes, right, and Bose surround sound. <laughs> and now they're gonna charge you thirty five thousand dollars for this piece of shit that's gonna rust out in four years. That's, you know, you nailed it, dude. They literally just made it look fancy, but it's just a total piece of shit under the hood. <laughs> yeah, with a bunch of gadgets yeah. that are gonna fry out the circuit board that's running it. It's like a f- <laughs> worst piece of shit. Might as well have been invented by goddamn uh, Bill Gates. Oh man, or might as well have been a DeLorean, Mike. And uh, I hope you're excited, as excited as I am, because Back to the Future's back, man. Oh yeah, here comes the music. Listen to that music. Listen to now. it. Okay, so. You may be asking why am I playing this clip. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous, yes. Back to the Future, the musical, unbelievable. This lady, I think, is the worst interviewer I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> she, I already hated her voice. Dude, I heard three she, seconds of it. She either can't hear anything through her earpiece, or she is just, just on a million cups of coffee and Adderall and cocaine and just... Not listening to anyone and just flying off the handle. This is fantastic stuff. But I'm also excited. Back to the Future on Broadway, Mike. It's funny. Remember we did the clip about how all those woke Broadway shows were canceled? Oh, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) And now they're they're like, okay, we're bringing Back to the Future. (laughs) And I want to remind everyone, they did not wokeify this, by the way. They introduced the young fella who plays Marty and. Oh, he looks like Marty. So I was going to say they should have done Black to the Future. <laughs> they really missed a golden opportunity. Oh, my opportunity God, there. dude. This could have been. Maybe that was in the works, and then they canceled it last minute. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> we're done with the woke. <laughs> they had the lineup. They were rehearsing. Everything was going good. And then Wakanda Forever was released. <laughs> they saw the numbers, fired the black crew, brought on some white people. They could easily do Black to the Future with Kevin Hart as Marty. That would be seamless. <laughs> that would be great. I think that sounds perfect. Then you have the the rock would be uh, yes, Biff. yes. Oh hell oh. yeah! Oh, that's dude. Fantastic. Do we have to do all the work for you, Hollywood? <laughs> Come on, dude. Black to the Future, please make this. I would fucking love to see this movie. <laughs> that would be the best black conversion ever. You could get Neil deGrasse Tyson to be the professor or oh the doc. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Or, you know, we'll be fair. We'll get the guy who does Medea. What's his name? Uh, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Bring in Tyler yeah. Perry. Come on. Uh, okay, uh, so they're doing Back to the Future. <laughs> but, dude, I'm so sold on this Black to the Future. Man, this is yeah, unbelievable. What idea. a great idea. Dude. I'm like running through so many actors to be in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could. Oh, there's so many ways you could do this, man. <laughs> You could even go with the woke race thing, and he goes back to like 1950s, right? Like, oh my god! Uh, and it's, instead of a, a DeLorean, it's definitely an El Dorado. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like a Continental. <laughs> you really need a long road to get up to 88. <laughs> <laughs> You imagine the guy, the kid, the kids like in the south side of Chicago, and the like, Deloria or the El Dorado shows up, <laughs> drops, <laughs> starts feeding crack cocaine into the uh, flux capacitor. <laughs> Quick, I need some crack. We gotta go back in time. We got no time. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, gone too far. The, the crack capacitor. 
visitor. Oh man. That's great stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's putting in the crack and dumping some forties, you know, and uh <laughs> <laughs> so good. Fucking movie writes itself, man. Crack in forties. Quick, I'm gonna need some crack in forties. Your time machine runs on crack and 40s? No, that's for me, but I'm going to need some. <laughs> <laughs> this thing just runs on diesel. <laughs> but I'm going to need something for that ride. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Black to the Future, please be made. Please. You've done everything else. Re- redo this one. This is so good. It would be so good. All right, so the Wayne uh, brother, yeah, man. All right, yeah. So gotta, she's gonna interview Bob Gale, who's one of the original writers, okay, and creators of this movie. The other dude, I think he's dead. Uh, the other guy created, but uh, so he's gonna try and make this like kind of funny joke, right? She doesn't even hear it. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's talking at him. It's incredible. The iconic 80s movie coming right here to Broadway, Back to the Future, the musical. It begins June 30th, and joining us now is the co-creator of the film and the book writer for the musical, Mr. Bob Gale. Welcome to Good Morning America. We are so happy to have you, and thank you for bringing us that joyful story. Thank you, thank you, Lara. I'm really happy to be here. I like your ride, too. Bob comes in style, everybody. You're not joking around. Uh, You you know, I'm never late when when I'm in this, right? That's right. Anytime you want. Let me ask you. <laughs> oh, she's just too dumb to get it. <laughs> did you, she either did hear it or yeah, you're right. Did no, not no, she's it. too dumb. You can tell she didn't get it at all. Because she didn't even do like a fake laugh or anything. She didn't realize it was a joke. She was just like. <laughs> she didn't give him time to talk. She was talking through him and Adam the whole process. <laughs> it was such a. I thought it was a funny joke. That's a fucking great... Like, I'm going to go back a little here. It is great. I liked the joke, but I thought it was even funnier that she... You're right. It was just over her head. Wait, when yeah, I, that's when I'm right. This, right. That's right. In tiny time you want. Let me ask you... So, yeah, in tiny time so you, you are, she says. T- Sorry, here. Let's... Where is that again? One second. You're right, too. Thing. Bob comes in style, everybody. You're not joking around. Uh, you, you know, I'm never late when, yeah, I, when I'm right. in this, right? That's right. In tiny time you want. Let me ask you a hypothetical. So if you could pop into the DeLorean, go back in time to your young self making that iconic movie, what would you say? All right, that's all, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, she's, she was just too dumb to get it. Not too dumb, but she was... I don't think she, she heard anything. She wasn't paying attention. They introduce the young fella. He comes out of the DeLorean. Uh, Mike, you were correct. He's a, he's a young white fella. All right. Apparently, he's done some other Broadway things. Very funny to me that they uh, decided to cancel the woke stuff, and now they're uh, doing Back to the Future. Very wholesome, in my opinion. So uh, It's going to be funny when it succeeds. Because then it, like, totally kills your narrative that people aren't going to Broadway. I guarantee this succeeds, actually. There's a lot of people our age, just out of nostalgia, that will probably want to go see this. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it, I guess. I mean, how many people went and saw that ridiculous Spider-Man Broadway show, dude? I thought they never did it. They never did it? I thought they did it. Wasn't it a huge disaster? Yeah, because, like, all those people died or whatever. Like, every Spider-Man died, (laughs) right? I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) I never pay attention to Broadway, to be honest with you. Well, I'm a huge fan of Back to the Future, so I've never seen Broadway. This would be maybe the one Broadway show I would go see, dude. Probably going to be gayer than you think. I know it will be. I don't think it's good, even though it's Back to the Future. Yeah. No, it sounds terrible, to be totally honest. <laughs> yeah. Be a lot of singing. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got for us on that one. Uh... Uh, yeah, it was good stuff, and um, for people 
traveling uh, around, maybe even coming from overseas to come and see the new Back to the Future Broadway show, uh, be careful because you may be attacked silently, unbeknownst to you, by, well, no government agencies, according to our government agencies. <laughs> Mysterious condition affecting American personnel around the world. We've been reporting on what was called Havana Syndrome after some time. Tonight, a U.S. intelligence review of that illness finds no link to a foreign adversary or an exotic weapon, they say. More than 1,500 American personnel in 96 countries did report symptoms. The report found no single cause, but likely many, including ordinary illness and environmental factors. Yeah, it was climate change, man. Uh, no, these people had the shits. Is that... Dude, what do you remember this Havana Ugh. syndrome thing was a huge fucking deal for five seconds yeah. about a year ago, two years ago, was it? And uh yeah. it was first Cuba, but then <clears throat> there were people like in Germany getting hit with stuff. Food poisoning, uh, or I like to believe it was CIA shooting electronic uh gizmo stuff through the walls and uh messing people's brains. Could have been us testing. They did approve like this health package for them. Health package. Yeah, dude, we, we like gave them a lot of money, all these people. That's how it always goes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, they're like 1,900 people were affected by it. Was 1,900 people, 1900 people or, was, or did two, three people say some story in, in Cuba? <laughs> right. And then a lot of people realized they could get money from the government if Ooh. they say they were attacked. You know what I mean? It's a good call. I think it originally happened or started with a group of delegates or you know what i mean it was local or centralized in like a hotel and yeah, then they probably had some bad seafood man i'm telling you maybe or i do know that our alphabet agencies they have technology with uh you know they use waves frequencies uh to their advantage maybe they were testing out some new tech frequency tech Stuff that maybe scrambles the brain or does something to the organs on the inside, and you know they wanted to see what happens. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Do you think we have that kind of technology? I think we've had it for seventy years. I mean, we have heart attack guns. Yeah, I mean that's. If we have heart attack yeah. guns, we definitely have wavelength manipulation frequency technology that. Messes people up. Yeah. But why would we need to test it? We already know. We've tested it. Okay, so maybe no test. Maybe it was an attack or a directed assault on someone in that vicinity. But unfortunately, in order to get at them, they had to hit a few innocent bystanders. Could be. Maybe. Or someone uh, served up some raunchy tuna and... uh, (laughs) Everyone got the shits for three days. I mean, I just can't believe how big of a deal they made out of it. Well, it seemed It was literally like, um, people being attacked. Well, they made it sound like it was a spy attack, like some James Bond-like character set up a device and clicked the red button, and it was emitting these, you know, waves and killing or messing with people's brains. Yeah, did you hear, the, did you hear like, some of the stories of these people? They sounded a little whiny. I, uh, I'm they not were, gonna lie. They were like, I was... They were like, I went to dinner, I had some, then I had some drinks with some friends, I felt fine all night, and then I was walking up the stairs to my hotel room, and I was just, I was just hit. And that was it. I, I had a headache, I got this crazy headache, everything got, I got dizzy, I had to shit. Like, <laughs> so the shitting wasn't just added by you, that was an actual... No, no that's literally their thing, and I'm like, yeah, you had food poisoning, that buddy. That definitely sounds like food poisoning, or... <laughs> Or a roofie, roofie type situation. Maybe you were drugged. <laughs> no, it's food poisoning. Food poisoning. You're in a third. You know, you're you're not in America. You're not, you're not. I'm not saying it's a dirty country or anything, but it's a different country. They have different bacteria and stuff that you're just not used to. That's a good call. A lot of places you're not supposed to even drink the water or the ice cubes. Maybe the got yeah, a couple dirty ice cubes there. Especially if you're going out drinking and stuff. You don't know. You don't know. Also, yeah, the food standards in other countries. I mean, are they following a lot of the rules we have here? I don't think so. Are we? 
Jesus Christ, you should see some of the places I go into. Mike, you should see some of the places I've worked in, and the answer is no, we're not. We're not following any of those rules. It's disgusting. Almost it's everywhere. Terrible. Yeah. People will uh, cut all the corners necessary to uh, pinch every penny out of every piece of meat. <laughs> I tell you yeah, what. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, they're doing what they can. So Havana Syndrome, total bullshit, distraction story. Maybe I feel yeah. like nobody cares about it, so it doesn't really distract much. So I almost think yeah, maybe this was one of those we fucked up, we targeted the wrong spot, or we... You know, uh, we juiced up the amps too high and uh, <laughs> hit too no, many people this, with the frequency. I think it was all bullshit. All bullshit and bad you, tuna sandwich. And, like, what have you guys told us that was right in the past three years? This is a great you call. Know? Actually, everything's been a lie since Obama made it legal for the CIA to uh, sell their propaganda over our legacy did media. You hear, uh, did you hear Adam Carolla's um, baseball analogy? For the media? No, I did not, actually. Uh, it's genius, dude. He goes, if you're a baseball team, you're going to pay, you know, we're going to pay you a million, we're going to pay you millions of dollars to hit the ball. Oh, yeah. But we know you're not going to be a thousand percent. You're not going to be a hundred percent. Right? That's right, man. You're going to hit that ball four out of ten times if we're lucky. Right? If Excellent. you really are worth that money. For sure. Right? And he goes, it's just like the reporters. We know you're just reporting the news, right? We're not expecting 100%, but you're working on a, on a batting average here. You know, the minute your batting average goes down to one, you know, when you're in the 100s, well, now we got to cut you. Now I'm, not even, now I'm not even listening. You know what I mean? Yes. I thought it was a great analogy of like, yeah, you're right. Dude, hit, hit 40%. That's all. If I'm going to watch you as a news, I'm going to trust you as a news source, you got to hit 40%. Right? That's a great call. And I mean, they hit 0% essentially at this point. It almost feels like news. And I'm talking across the board, man print news, media, uh, t- television news, this, whatever is online now. <clears throat> it all seems to be propaganda. It all is designed. There's a there's an angle. Yes. So it, dude. People do, like I. I try to tell everybody that will listen to me. I've been to third world countries. This is state TV. Yes. CNN, MSNBC. The way they talk about Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. The way they talk about you know, t- <laughs> Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz has been a fucking senator for like twelve years now, right? That's right, man. He's been a fucking a pretty successful guy. He's a, he's a very smart, successful lawyer. He's oh, been yeah. a senator this whole time. CNN still introduces him as failed presidential candidate, <laughs> Ted, Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz. No, man. I'm not even joking. Failed Republican presidential candidate. You could say the same about Pete as. Buttigieg. That's hilarious. Oh, you should say about all of them. <laughs> Joe Biden was a 30-year fail. He failed a hundred (laughs) times. He ran in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, man. You're still still introducing Rand Paul as failed, or, you know, former presidential candidate. How, How about successful senator who was right about everything on COVID when you guys were wrong? Great call. You know what I mean? How about one of the best eye doctors in the land? Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, But you know know what I'm saying? But then AOC, who was a waitress four minutes ago, right? That's right. It's AOC AOC activist, senator, or uh, congresswoman activist. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But Ted Cruz is failed presidential candidate. Yeah, that's the way it is. The Harvard law grad. State, state media, you're right on the money. Uh, they made it okay again during Obama's administration. I can only assume it has been going on probably since the 50s or 60s. Uh, maybe after Kennedy was assassinated, that could have been the nail in the coffin and the coup d'etat. Uh, I don't think the government let us have t- televisions until they knew how to control it. Yeah, I agree with you. 
one hundred percent. I would say the minute they came out, they were controlling the networks. It, which and they were controlling the narrative, and they were controlling how people think or you know public opinion, if you will. Uh, it kind of has seemed that way when you look back through time, and so kind of forever we've always had to look to the outside, to the outskirts for information that doesn't jive with the you know the agenda, and that's how you know we stumbled upon people like Alex Jones. and that's why someone like him is is successful or was people don't really realize it but you know oh did you uh oh man i went too early i jumped the gun you hitting on the gun i didn't even see what time it was i'm a little off cue oh man i was was getting ready for sorry man i didn't mean to interrupt you no we're there already anyways but i just think that you know this is all state-run media it's very obvious when we have a topic that we want to talk about and I want to catch a clip, I can literally go through all the three major networks, you know, the ABC, NBC, and CBS. They all do the exact same stories, almost in the exact same order. That's state media, man. It doesn't matter oh, no, what channel literally... you put no, no, on, it... it's the same story. You could literally go around and you're like, all right, well, do I want a man or a woman to say it? Do I want a redhead? Do I yeah. want a brunette? You know what I mean? Like They're all saying the same story. Do you I want emotion? I'll go ABC. Do I want straight facts? I'll go NBC. You know, it's just, it's stupid that that's do the Do I want to feel the is. breeze in my hair? I'll do Michael Strahan. <laughs> that's right. And if I'm thirsty, I'll throw on a little Amy Goodman. <laughs> when I get out of the shower, I want to dry off quick. <laughs> all right mike well we are at that magical point in time it's the fastest hour in the universe you almost jumped it that's how fast it is <laughs>